ever. That was so weird. Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime big mouth Billy Bass. Here's a little Don't song worry. I wrote. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, we went for the same thing, just different, different angles. <laughs> different parts of the commercial. <laughs> I had one. My really? dad had one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a dad thing. That tracks. I liked putting my finger in its mouth. <laughs> oh, there's it, the, there's the cold open for you, Dick. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. There's a TikTok that somehow synced up their Alexa to a mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, no. big mouth bass and just plays any song you want through it, and it still syncs up the mouth, and it is incredible. I love it so much. <laughs> To just see that fish like sing whopping stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wet ass foot. No, I'm not gonna finish that one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, just shifting gears. Uh, we're we're Probably. watching a recommendation from Victoria Kodak. We're watching Suritama this week. Another fishing anime. Yeah. Ooh. Fish. 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 And we exhausted our knowledge of the show. So. <laughs> Honestly, that's about it. That's all I got. I feel like I was on Tumblr when this was really popular. So I saw it like weekly, like as things came out. But um, yeah, I never watched it. I just, yeah, I just know that it's about fishing. <laughs> yeah, Boys this, fishing. Yeah, this is a spring 2012 anime. Yep. Oh, wow. I've never heard of it or seen anything of it. From the quick Google I did of it, it looks like our days at Breakwater, but for boys. Mm. Yeah, finally, we get something. (laughs) Oh, thank God. An anime for the men. I've been waiting so long. When will men be represented in fishing, finally? (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd make a fishing... I literally know nothing about fishing. (laughs) It's a dry well for me. Everything we learned about fishing came from our days at the Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did some fishing as a youth, but uh, very unappealing now to be like, hey, can I just, like, injure an animal and then just <laughs> pretend I didn't? Just stab it in the mouth just, and then let it go? Yeah, just say, or I beat it. you, and then throw it in so it continues to live injured? Yeah, not, <laughs> not for me in real life. Yeah, I went I, fishing once when I was six in a pond, and I was the only one that caught a fish, and <laughs> everybody in my family. Very satisfying in that moment. <laughs> Take that win, uh, six-year-old. Uh, <laughs> I've gone fishing a few, few times, don't care for it, and then I realized it was just an older generation's version of just day drinking and getting away with it. I was like, oh, mm. gotcha. That's why you <laughs> like fishing. You just get away from everyone and then get blasted off your ass and then row back to shore. Uh, yep. Uh, any any excuse uh, uh, middle-aged men will take to just drink. <laughs> uh, I, I have a specific memory of uh, being at a campground in New Hampshire uh, going fishing. 
uh, where uh, fishing licenses were required for adults, but not children. So huh. I, being a very small, like, five or six-year-old, caught a fish, but then couldn't, like, get it off the hook. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dad, Dad, can you help me? And he was like, uh, I don't have a New Hampshire license. <laughs> Legally, uh, my, no. <laughs> yes, my very by-the-book uh, uh, fire official father was like, I'm not going to break the, the game code of this to help you crying, child. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. I just imagine, like, a leviathan dragging you into the ocean. Like, father, it's like, I can't. The license. I, my hands are tied. The ranger is sitting here on the dock watching us. I'm so sorry. <laughs> or vice versa. Children have diplomatic immunity, and it's just you putting like a knife in your mouth and diving into the water and like <laughs> going full Rambo. Absolutely. Yeah, That that's when I truly grew up, uh, when I uh, killed that serpent that dragged me <laughs> to the deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like your own anime. I think that is like Dragon Ball Z, actually. Mm. <laughs> Well, Anyways, we're clearly uh, just spinning our wheels, so uh, <laughs> shall we start watching? Yeah. What? Yeah. We're watching the first three episodes. Let's cast. Podcast. <laughs> oh, it's in my thumb. Fishing anime. Enter. One will leave. Entertaining. Which one will it be? Hi, welcome to Unnecessarily Aggressive Anime Fight Cast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> It'll be whichever one can untangle their fishing line first, because God knows that takes a while. <laughs> uh, so we start out in episode one. We see the island of Enoshima. Uh, we get a uh, legend historical backstory of a five-headed dragon that was harassing the island from the ocean oh no so terrible one day uh, the storm and fog rolled in and covered the island and obscured everything into darkness Uh but then a celestial princess comes down from the sky smiles and uh, rays of light come out and banishes the darkness and the dragon Thank goodness. What's happening? Yes. Uh, (laughs) Don't worry, this will not come up again, at least explicitly, in these three episodes. So, don't worry. Uh, So, uh, we see uh, a boy uh, with a fish. Just super dapper. Uh, I mean, you mentioned seeing this on Tumblr. This is an outfit that definitely would have been very popular in 2012 (laughs) Tumblr. So, Mm -hmm. I can understand why. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just like uh, pink and like lime green polka dot vest and suits and just has a, a fish in a bowl uh, walking around. Yep. Uh, so they're at a train station and the fish says, what? You're yeah. talking fish? <laughs> and the fish is like, all right, where to? Uh, so uh, they go to an aquarium and the fi- the boy points at the fish in the tank and, oh, they follow his finger. Oh, he's commanding them to jump around. So magical. Ooh. So uh, we cut from there to a transfer student, but not the kind you're thinking of. At <gasps> least not at this point. <laughs> oh. Uh, so we start out with a kid transferring out of a class. Whoa. What? Subversive. 
<laughs> the logical thing that uh, is implied with everyone transferring into a new school is they have to transfer out of the old one first. Whoa, this has <laughs> never been addressed. Uh, I thought you just disappeared and never spoke to any people ever again. That's how I've always done it. Yeah, mm. give them the old Irish goodbye. Yep. <laughs> just, all right, you won't see me tomorrow, math. Uh, so uh, the teacher's like, all right, this uh, student Yuki is leaving, so uh, uh, come come say goodbye to the class. And Yuki gets up, and he's super-duper nervous, and he's like, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. Oh, I'm going to do so bad. I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm going to fart, and they're going to laugh at me forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, as he's freaking out, uh, we see just, like, sweat pour down his face, and he's like, oh, no, it's happening again. And he is just completely, like, submerged in this classroom in water. But it's all in his mind? Question mark? <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> because we see, like, the outside class are like, what? He he just froze up. What's happening? But in his head, he got washed away by just a wave of water and anxiety that, like, threw him out of the class. Uh, so uh, he goes home, and uh, we see uh, the house he's in is uh, in the process of moving out. Uh, we see a woman with a box walk out. He's like, oh, no, let me carry that for you. I'm like, oh, what? What a nice man uh, helping his mom. He specifically says, like, you should not be carrying heavy things. So I was like, oh, that's like a notably, like, uh, pregnant advice thing. So his mom's probably pregnant. Cool. This is his grandma. <laughs> gilf, 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 gilf. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, she hot. Like, yeah. She looks like a Pokemon trainer when we I, She's got style. There's just something about the the casting of the dub actor and the yeah. image of the grandma that really, like, I did not like. So <laughs> every time she was on screen, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> She's like, how do you play an older grandmother figure? It's like, ah, forcibly soft-spoken. Like, it just, it felt restrained. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it, it, maybe it was an older woman who has a very young-sounding voice, but they could have just cast an older woman. Yeah, it... It felt intentional because, like, she is drawn to be very young. She has gray hair, but uh, as anime. Brendan pointed out in the chat before this, hair color in anime doesn't <laughs> matter. The main character's hair is bright orange, so yeah. that's no indication of her age. And uh, just, like, physically, not like uh, <laughs> any stereotypical, you know, aging has happened <laughs> to this woman. She's got, like, uh, two extra lines on her face. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, so we uh, see them move up and uh, we get a quick little road trip montage that acts as like our opening credits for this first episode, which was cool that they like broke format and were like, ah, yes, let's just travel. Uh, we're not going to do this. This isn't the standard opening, but yeah, road trip time. Yeah. Uh, it gave it like a... a like a 90s comedy movie feel of, uh, going to the new city uh so um uh as they're pulling into their uh new town we see magic fish boy see the car from the bridge and he's like ah yes a car. That, that's all we know at that point uh so uh yuki and his grandma move into this super duper idyllic cute house mm-hmm. uh and uh, Yuki's like, all right, I'm going to go check out the new school. Talk to you later. Uh, and then we see Fishboy 
walk up to the house where Grandma's hanging up, like, a sign with uh, their name for the front door. And uh, he walks up and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm an alien. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Thanks. And she's like, okay. All right. Dope. Nice to meet you, (laughs) alien. And uh, he just picks up the, like, paintbrush and just adds his name to the plaque of the people who live in this house. He's like, well, I live here now. She's like, all right. Cool. I guess I can't fight you on that. You wrote your name. (laughs) It was at this point I checked off the unlikable main character. I'm like, I don't know what else (laughs) this character will ever do in this series. I hate him. Like, just that moment alone and everything up to this point, I'm like, this kid is insufferable. (laughs) Too much. Uh, but yeah, uh, we learn, uh, from the sign that this is Haru. Uh, so grandma's like, all right, you can move in, but on one condition. And then we see her mouth moving, but through binoculars because Haru is being watched. (gasps) Oh, there are these, uh, secret agents in turbans just watching. And one has a duck or a goose named tapioca. It's a duck. Okay. Cool. I thought I heard goose, but uh, did not write it down specifically. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, uh, tapioca. I'm like, all right, yes, I'm on board. This this <laughs> has to back. be a major part of this, right? Tapioca. You wouldn't introduce tapioca, an animal companion to an anime, <laughs> and not have it around a lot, right? Okay. Uh, but they're like, oh, yes, uh, the alien's on the move. Uh, so we see Yuki, uh, he's on the train, uh, going to school and he's very nervous, uh, he's, uh, in a seat and an older man walks in and just stands in front of him and he gets nervous like he did in the classroom being like, oh, I should offer him up the seat, but, oh, I, I already hesitated way too long. It'd be pretty clear that I was running it through in my brain and just like getting very internal and like, I'm going to freak out and flood again. Uh, I'm already making a terrible impression on this town. Like I do in every town. (sighs) And then he looks down and sees another kid give up his seat and he gets mad because he's like, I was about to do that. (laughs) Uh, and we see a couple other kids who end up being in his class like noticing and he's like oh oh they're they're probably students oh, I, I already messed up I didn't even set foot on school grounds yet okay goodbye <laughs> we have Time to, to move, move again, again. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he moves so much mm-hmm. and anytime uh, he's like freaking out he's not just like sweating like his face is contorted like there's a lot of animation put into his like they call it like a demon face when he's panicking mm-hmm. uh yeah so uh he managed to avoid this flooding, but uh, he gets to class and we're told, hey, we're expecting two transfer students today. <gasps> what? Mm. But one isn't there. But Yuki is. So Yuki, get up and introduce yourself to the class. And immediately off to a great start. He's so in his head, like... Uh, you gotta do great, you gotta nail it, this is the first impression, they're gonna remember this forever. And, uh, he just starts rambling and, like, starting thoughts he doesn't have an end to, so he just has to keep searching for things and pausing for weirdly long times, and, uh, he manages to be like, ah, the o- the the ocean's pretty here, okay. <laughs> and then the teacher's like, alright, thank you, good, uh, sit down, please, you're wasting class time. Uh, so he sits down, uh, he uh, sits right next to a girl that 
saw him on the train. So, of course, he freaks out and is like, oh, I was weird in the classroom. I was weird on the train. She's going to tell everyone I'm weird and, like, stands up to freak out. And just as everyone's turning to him to be like, what What are you doing? The second transfer student, Haru, shows up. hey Hey. Wow. So Haru comes in and he's like, what's up, bitches? I'm an alien. Ha <laughs> ha. And just immediately, like, not even... The teacher is like, hey, welcome. This is our other student. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm your new alien classmate. All right. I'm quirky. Uh, <laughs> love me. This is my only personality trait. Lol XD right. <laughs> uh, so uh, he calls out Yuki. He's like, hey, Rumi. Hey, we're best friends. Me, the weird kid, and the kid who desperately wants no one to think he's weird. I'm aligning us immediately. So, uh, of course, Yuki gets all nervous, and he's, like, about to flood and uh, freak out, but Haru pulls out a water gun and squirts him with it, and then he blacks out. (gasps) What happened? Yeah, so uh, as he comes to again, he is singing and dancing with Haru, and the class is loving it. (laughs) So, Oh, uh, no. (laughs) <laughs> so he's he wakes up and is immediately embarrassed, obviously looking past the fact that he's now, like, beloved by this classroom because he's singing and dancing and, you know, <laughs> being, like, comfortable. Um, but uh, afterwards, uh, uh, Haru follows Yuki and is like, hey, come, come fishing with me. And uh, he's really against it. He's like, no, I, I'm going to freak out and flood again, but... Uh, uh, he gets shot with the water gun again and blacks out again. <laughs> and, oh, sorry, what were you saying? No, no, I just laughed because he just has a, you don't have a say in this anymore gun, which is <laughs> a terrifying concept. Yeah, just like, uh, come on, we have to advance the plot. Let's let's just get through it. <laughs> You're going to argue with me anyways, so we'll just skip ahead. <laughs> uh, so he uh, wakes up again and they're in a fishing shop. And uh, this is where we see the other classmate, Natsugi, the one who gave up his seat on the train, our Ida. Uh, He (laughs) walks in and uh, the woman who works there is like, oh, yes, he is our part-time employee. He is known as the Fishing Prince because he's so amazing at fishing. So, uh, of course, he walks in and is like, all right, these fucking weirdos, what are they doing here? I just, I want to work. No one at school needs to know I'm this fishing guy. Uh, But, yeah, plot advancement tool uh, comes out, and uh, Haru squirts him with the gun, and they're immediately at the pier, and they start fishing. Uh, So they're like, Sorry, Uh, did they say Natsuki's name in the first episode? Because I didn't catch it until the second episode recap. Yeah, I I got it here when uh, when they're talking with the uh, woman running the shop. She's like, oh, yeah, that's Natsugi, the fishing prince. Uh, uh, so we do get that intro here. Okay, I thought she just said it was, he was a part-timer, but she never actually said his name. Okay, my bad. Oh, good. Uh, but yeah, so they're like, all right, let's go fishing. Cool. Natsugi, teach us how to fish. Uh, you, you didn't know? Uh, okay, cool. All right. Uh, so, uh, they all give it a shot. Uh, again, if you listen to the Breakwater episode, there's just a lot of like, this is how you cast a fish or a fishing line. Uh, so 
we're not going to go into a lot of that. Uh, but uh, Yuki is very nervous. He casts, but he catches something. Uh, it's out of control. He caught a big sea bass, and uh, it, it wiggles its way off, and they all go home exhausted. So um, he gets home, and Grandma's like, oh, you have a fishing rod. Or, uh, what's up? He's like, yeah, this this weirdo uh, just took me fishing. We'll never see that guy again. Don't worry. And <laughs> immediately after, Haru comes in and is like, hey, Rumi, I live here too. And uh, he's like, all right, we're going to save the world together. And they say, oh, I didn't know it at the time, but we will. Well, Remains uh, to be seen. <laughs> cool. I feel like there should have been a sitcom like laugh track throughout this whole show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, truly just a Mork energy going on. <laughs> yes, there it is. I was Something was reminding me of it. <laughs> mm. um, so, in episode two, uh, we get a little episode recap. Cool. Um, and then we get the opening in this one. It's just all the characters doing a little dance. I like the song a lot. Yeah, I like the opening and ending songs. They're pretty catchy. Mm. Um, and then we see the three of them eating breakfast. Grandma says she didn't know aliens eat miso soup, and he's like, I sure do. (laughs) Um, Yuki thinks about his grandma, and when she does, like, she'll do stuff like this, and when she does, she doesn't listen to him. Um, And then he and Haru are walking to school. Haru gets scared of a cat. Um, They're on the train. There are some school kids that are making fun of them. Um, Yuki starts to get anxious. And then Haru shoots him with the water gun, and then suddenly they're dancing in front of the class again. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's a pretty useful tool if Haru can see that he's getting anxious, and he's just like, stop it. <laughs> Therapy gun. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes, but I would just be terrified of like, hey, guess what? You're going to just forget the next, like, 30 minutes, and your body's going to move on its own. Like, that is absolutely terrifying to me. Mm, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, after school, uh, Yuki, he's walking and he like, I think he's trying to get away from Haru. So he goes into this small building and there's a girl with pink hair and she shoots him with a water gun too. Um, and then he's on top of, there's this structure in Enoshima called the sky tree. It's, uh, they talk about it in the first one a little bit. Um, and this pink haired girl tells Yuki, that she's Haru's sister, and they need his help to catch this big fish, or they can't go home, and the earth will be destroyed. Um, so, he agrees, under threat of water gun. (laughs) Um, and then they're back at the fishing shop slash cafe, and Haru asks Natsuki to teach them how to fish. And the, the girl who works at the shop, I think her name is Misaki, she's natsuki's older sister um and he says she says that he should do it and she's like you can at least teach them how to catch a sea bass yuki googles sea bass he's like constantly googling things (laughs) um and then another girl comes sakura and she's natsuki's little sister and he's like nicer when she's around um and he agrees to teach them because sakura wants him to so They go on out. Natsuki helps them get their equipment ready. He's explaining it. Same as last time. (laughs) Lots of terminology that doesn't matter. 
<laughs> you love to see it. Um, I love then... half learning about a thing you're going to half explain to us. <laughs> um, then he, you have to like tie a thing to a thing, and Yuki and Haru are doing really bad at doing it. Um, and Natsuki gets upset, and Haru shoots him with the water gun, and then he just ties the thread for Haru. And when he comes to, Haru is like, look, I did it. And he's like, wow, good job. And Yuki's like, hey, hey wait what a the minute. fuck? Um, Let's go rob a bank. What? Water gun. <laughs> um, so, yeah. that's. I mean, that's where Yuki it like is made clear that the water gun somehow puts people under Haru's control. Um, Natsuki and Haru start fishing, but Yuki is still working on tying the thread. Um, and he eventually just gives up. Like, he kind of does it. Uh, so he casts out Something Bites His Line, another sea bass. Um, and we also see it happened in the first episode, but when he gets anxious and he gets, like, that wave, um, the fishing, like, pulls him through it. So it's, like, grounding him in some capacity. Um, but so he's reeling it in, but he lost the fish because he didn't tie the knot right. Uh, and Natsuki chews him out for not doing a good job. And then Yuki starts to freak out again. Natsuki tells him to stop wasting his time. And then Yuki runs off. Um, and then we see uh, the guy with the duck from the mm-hmm. first episode fishing as well. Um, and Haru's sister asks him if he's going to give up on Yuki. Oh, no. Uh Haru's sister asks Yuki if he's giving up. Uh, and friends don't do that. And Yuki is like, well, we're not really friends, so <laughs> I have no responsibility here. He's a home invader, for better or worse. <laughs> um, and then that night, uh, we see Natsuki making dinner for his little sister. And then his dad and a woman named Mariko get home, who like might be his girlfriend. We don't know. Um, Mariko leaves. And his dad thanks Yuki for making dinner. And then Natsuki gets upset at his dad saying it hasn't even been two years since their mom died. Um, And then his dad tells him he should cut his hair. And then he just keeps being an angsty teen. And his dad has a drink. This Um, whole scene felt very forced to me. Like mm -hmm. they're trying to make it seem more traumatic than it is. And his dad seems a little gruff. But doesn't seem bad, but it feels like they're painting him in like, look at this abusive parent. Like, yeah, it was like light. him specifically saying like, it hasn't even been two years. It's like, but it's been over a year because that's yeah. plenty of time <laughs> and then between. That's like beer time. And it's like, ah, oh, look at his dad drinking. And they show like a shot of the fridge, like with like three beers or something. It's like, that's not bad that he's just having like a dinner i don't know it felt like they were really trying to make it seem more traumatic than it was mm. i guess in my adult brain i'm just like ah, oh, yes this is a scene showing that natsuki is an angsty teenager <laughs> to his dad <laughs> who's actually just trying to be a good dad yeah the dad seemed fine to me i'm just like i don't know this felt weird yeah um and then at the other house uh haru is like banging on Yuki's door being like come fishing but it's nighttime so Yuki doesn't want to go fishing um and then he goes outside to their nice garden and he's talking to grandma uh Haru is upset that Yuki doesn't want to be friends 
Uh, and grandma says, hey, Haru, does being with Yuki make you happy? And he's like, yeah, sure does. Uh, and grandma's like, you should leave Yuki alone then, like if you want to be friends with him. Because if I've learned anything about my grandson, it's that if he wants to be left alone, you should just leave him alone. <laughs> and then she coughs, so. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Goner. Grandma's not as healthy as we think she is. Even though she has the body of a 25-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something's happening. Um, and Yuki's thinking about what's been going on. Um, and he thinks that maybe he should have tried harder, even though he was frustrated. Um, and then the next morning, Haru and Yuki go out to practice fishing. Uh, Yuki starts to get frustrated and like vocalizes that. And when he looks up, Haru is gone taking grandma's advice. Um, Natsuki is on a run and he sees Yuki getting frustrated, but at least he's trying. So he gives him like a soft approving look of like, good for him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we see Haru fishing on the beach. Um, His sister asks him why he likes Yuki. He says he doesn't know. He just does, but she doesn't like him. Um, But Haru is like, ah, you guys will be friends. It'll be fine. Um, Yuki is still working on tying that thread and he remembers that Natsuki like ran his mouth over it like when you do when you're like trying to thread a needle and you're trying to get it to be like you know all together Um, so he tries that and it works Uh, Yuki goes to find Haru um, and he asks him to stop shooting him with his water gun and Haru says okay and his sister seems to be upset and walks away and then the boy with the duck bursts out of the sand <laughs> with the duck. Surprise. And he's just like, ha And he's just like, things aren't right, right, tapioca. Tapioca says quack. <laughs> um, Thank you, tapioca. Your check's in the mail. <laughs> um, they go to school the next day. Um, Natsuki goes up to them. Haru calls him a prince. And he's like, I told you not to call me that at school. Um, and Yuki shows Natsuki a picture of the thread that he tied. He's like, look, I did it. Now I won't wing it anymore. Will you teach me how to fish now? Like, properly. Now I want to. Um, And then the boy shows up with his duck. Akira is his name. So he's another transfer student. This is this was wild to me. I laughed so hard. He says, I may be 25, but don't let that deter you from becoming friends with me. And I was like, sir... And why did they let you enroll in this high school? (laughs) This was the wildest thing in the show so far, including the secret agents and aliens. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like, bruv. (laughs) Come on. Also, Um, like everyone else, he looks like a high schooler. (laughs) Yeah, he could have just not said anything. I never would have known. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And Haru seems really freaked out by him. Uh, And then we get narration from yuki saying that the story really began after the four of them came together that day and that's episode two. Oh boy does this story come together <laughs> oh boy so much happens in episode three let's let's get ready into this oh. starts off with the three boys uh fishing after school and natsuki uh saying that they aren't ready for the ocean they haven't earned the right to fish in the ocean uh so they have to work their way up to it you gotta catch a bird first. <laughs> Honestly, that might be easier. If you can catch a bird, you can catch a fish. <laughs> catch tapioca. 
<laughs> Ooh, the montage. Um, so he makes them practice uh, while aiming at the beach. So he gets like a little bucket out and puts it in the sand. And he says, uh, I won't let you fish into the ocean until you can cast and land the like practice lore in the bucket. And uh, the whole time, Haru is insufferable because that's his character. Quirky. <laughs> I hate him so much. Um, You're so mean. <laughs> he's just so obnoxious. Uh, Natsuki uh, gives them a tutorial on how to cast, which I feel like would have been good if he did that before expecting them to know how to fish. Mm. I feel like this could have been good two episodes ago, and he wouldn't be so pissy with them. Um, so he teaches them like how to actually cast and like the technique on how to do it. Now they just have to practice it over and over again. Uh, and then we see some classmates walking by as they're getting ready to go surfing. And uh, Natsuki teaches them a good way to practice the cast is by saying, like, a, by counting out loud, like, one, two, three. That way you can keep yourself consistent. Or saying, like, a casting phrase over and over again. Um, so they say, oh, I wrote it down somewhere. Enoshima bowl. Enoshima bowl. Uh, so, yeah, it's just like a, a food dish. So... That's what Natsuki says when he casts, and that's what Haru and Yuki overhear him doing. So Haru's, like, screaming it as he's casting, and, like, the classmates walking by see that, which makes Yuki start getting embarrassed and, you know, start flooding and freaking out. And uh, as they're practicing, we see Akira shows up with this duck, which scares Haru, and then Akira walks away. And then we just follow Akira for a while. He goes to the fishing cafe, talks to the cafe owner, then he goes to a shrine where he sees a bunch of people dancing with a priest. I love it. I love all these old people doing their their uh, aerobics. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's what it looked like. <clears throat> then he goes to uh, Natsuki's dad's restaurant and gets uh, Inoshima Bowl, and it's tasty. Back to the boys. We had a little <laughs> side adventure with Akira for some fucking reason. Cut <laughs> um, back to the boys practicing their casting still. Uh, eventually it gets late and they all go home without ever hitting the bucket. Natsuki goes home and cooks for his family. And his dad says, like, ah, your sister told me you're out fishing with your buddies. We should go out sometime. Practice the old legendary family cast. And he says the Inoshima Bowl as well. So, like, Natsuki got it from him. Uh, and then we see Haru and Yuki having dinner. Grandma. Grandma's like, hey, by the way. I'm going to be taking a trip to the hospital for a while. It's like, cool. Hilarious. She's dying. <laughs> I'm going to be gone for a couple days. I'm going to the hospital. Why aren't you just there now? What's wrong? <laughs> I'm moving again. <laughs> but this time by myself. And Yuki's like, why didn't you tell me earlier? She's like, ah, I knew you'd get this way. So I figured I'd just tell you the day before I go. And he says, whatever, I'm used to it. And I'm like, I, I feel like Yuki might be justified in his anger at this point. <laughs> yeah. This kind of seems like a what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he goes off to his room and pouts. Uh, so we had that heart-touching moment. Cut to duck curry. <laughs> the little food stand on the corner of a street. Uh, and, the late, and a guy uh, in his turban, you know, suit and sunglasses, being like, sorry, man, we're all sold out. And she's like, ah, God damn it again, you're always sold out. And mad. Uh, and the guy closes up the shop and turns out he's part of the secret agent group that's working with the Kira. So he goes back and they got all this tech, all these thousand computer monitors, and they call their boss, saying Akira is following JF1, a.k.a. Haru. It's just and a it's, fucking, it's like a league of drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the they, duck people. 
Yeah, the group Akira's with are, all, like, men in black, and they're all wearing, like, turbans. The group they're talking to, yeah, looks like a drag queen, like, Sunday brunch sort of set. I was like, <laughs> I kind of want to see what's happening there. That seems fun. <laughs> what's their deal? <laughs> but we get, like, spin no... Up, spin up. <laughs> <laughs> we get, like, no information. It's just them talking. And uh, his boss, uh, I think they're in the sky tree? I think we get, like, a shot of them, like, before we see the inside of it. So I think they're located out of the sky tree. Uh, and Akira says, Haru and his sister can c- control people with using water. So you're able to confirm that. And his boss is talking like, well, you know, make sure you keep an eye on them. They are aliens, so you got to monitor the situation, uh, even if you have to pretend to be a high schooler. But, you know, you're back in high school again. Why don't you enjoy your time? He's not even pretending to be a high schooler. <laughs> no, he fully admitted he was 25 not. 25-year-old man. <laughs> you blew your cover immediately on purpose the first time you spoke. <laughs> you couldn't have done a worse job. Uh, but his boss is like, ah, have fun. You're in high school again. Take a load off. It's easy. And Akira's like, no, I have to prove myself to the... Duck Curry organization. They're like, all right, see you later, guys. And they're like, Duck Curry suit. And they do like a weird pose, like like a Sentai Man pose. I'm just like, the fuck's happening with this show? <laughs> These guys rule. Then the Marx Brothers show up for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. How the elephant got in my pajamas? I'll never know. Ha, cha, 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 cha. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, we got to Haru. He's in the bathtub talking to his sister, communicating through the water. Um, and uh, she says to beware of the duck. If you look at the duck in the eyes, you'll die instantly. Haru's like, I think I already did that. <laughs> uh, then you're a ghost now. <laughs> you're dead to me. Yuki said, uh, or, and she says, Yuki is useless and hasn't caught anything yet. Why are we even like investing time into him? Haru's like, I don't know. I like him, I guess. I want to uh, hold his hand. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. There doesn't seem to be a reason why Yuki. It just... Because he's Yuki. Um, then Haru gets out of the bath and goes outside and sees Grandma outside gardening. And he's like, why do you always tend to the flowers? Aren't they just going to die? She's like, yeah, but I want to make sure they're happy and healthy while they're still alive. Like, everything dies eventually. But, you know, you got to make the effort while, while it's still around. And she thanks him for taking care of Yuki, for, for giving him a friend he never had before. And uh, she explains, like, while I'm gone, make sure you take care of him. Uh, and, you know, thanks for doing that. He's like, oh, don't thank me yet. I haven't done it. She's like, no, I'm thanking you. Ugh. And goes into, like, a lengthy explanation of how thanking someone works. And it just kind of confuffled. Um, and then she gives him, uh, she pulls up some pl- uh, flowers and puts them in, like, a special potted uh, forum and gives them to Haru. And she's like, here, look at these flowers when I'm gone. You, you, whenever you see them, you can think of me. And if you ever want to talk to me or you want to make a wish, you can do it on these flowers. This scene all true? but confirms that Grandma's gonna die. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> really put that final nail in her personal coffin. Yep. Um, <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> she's like, you can make a wish on these flowers. It's like, will it come true? No, they're just flowers. But here's here's your MacGuffin. Here's your emotional MacGuffin. Here's what you need to continue the show. And it's like, okay, thanks, Grandma. I'll come to your funeral. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, next day she's going to the hospital, so they wake up, and she's like, All right, thanks for seeing me off, boys. I guess I'll see you when I get back. Wink. <laughs> and she also does the Inoshima Bowl cast. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess she heard Yuki doing it, 
and she does it to be like, good luck out there with the fishing and such. I'm off to die now. Bye. So long. And uh, so they go to school, Haru and Yuki, and Haru's like, why are you so upset, Yuki? What's the big deal? I mean, don't worry. Everybody dies someday. It's like, not the time, Haru. <laughs> not the time. Uh, so uh, basically just skip to like the next day after that. Uh, and Yuki's mad, understandably, at him and at Haru and his grandma. So he doesn't go to school that day. And after class, Natsuki notices that. And it's like, hey, Haru, where do you live? You live with Yuki now, right? Show me where you live. I got to go drag his ass out of bed and you know, make him cast again. Which is exactly what he does. They show up at his house and try to get him to cast. Uh, he says, Yuki says he's not in the mood right now. And Natsuki says, like, ah, now is the perfect time to go casting. Why? It's like, we won't get into it. And he walks away. It's like, okay. Get some anger out. Yeah. I, I guess. Got Haru. angry dance. <laughs> Haru tries to get him to practice more, but Yuki isn't in the mood. Uh, and he gets mad at Haru for not understanding how he feels. And so Haru goes to make a wish on the flowers uh, Grandma gave him. And that night we see Haru talks to his sister again. And it flashes at the empty fishbowl. And it's at this point I realize that she's the fish, I think, from yeah. the first episode. And um, talking to him again, being like, I want Yuki to feel better so he can get better at casting. And she's like, drop him, he's dead weight. And he's like, no, I like him. <laughs> um we see Yuki's uh, crying, and we've seen this a few times in other episodes, like when he gets to his breaking point, I guess, but it's just text appears on screen that says, like, the events that have happened up till this point, mm-hmm. and it just flashes, like, memories in, like, a film strip style. It's like a, that, it's like a Jimmy Neutron brain blast. <laughs> but, like, sad? <laughs> Kinda. It's, I don't know, that's kind of just a, it feels really out of place. Brain um, bummer! <laughs> Here comes the depression. Don't have a panic attack. <laughs> so that's what I've been experiencing. <laughs> you gotta go casting. And while outside uh, talking to his sister, what? Oh, while Haru's outside talking to his sister, it starts raining like torrential downpour, and then we just see Yuki is already outside on the beach casting in the rain. And <laughs> while he's casting, while he's practicing. Akira just shows up in like a raincoat with tapioca and she's like what are you even doing you should give up everything you're doing is pointless why fucking bother it's like why are you here right now <laughs> what is the wh- how did you find me what is the point of this why do you have a duck <laughs> never addressed he's my Man. boss chill <laughs> probably that's yeah. probably true the organization's named after him so <laughs> Uh, and then Haru shows up with the sister, and they see him casting, and uh, she tries to get Haru to leave him. Just like, leave him! He's not getting any better! Haru's like, no! Yuki feels something for once! We gotta dig deeper on this! We're at an <laughs> emotional break point. And Yuki gets mad and keeps casting harder and harder, and he starts making his weird anxiety demon face uh, while he's screaming Inoshima Bowl. And Haru starts chanting it with him, like, uh, following up behind him, uh, yelling, Inoshima Bowl, Inoshima Bowl. It's like, I get this is, should be an emotional moment. It's very silly. Um, and Natsuki also happens to be walking by. Everyone just came to the beach in a typhoon, I guess. Uh, it's the perfect time. And uh, 
walks by to see Yuki land the cast as he as he finally keeps pushing forward and lands the the practice lore in the bucket and he nails it and they're all all jazzed. Well, Yuki and Haru are jazzed. Everyone else is kind of like, why are we? Uh, and Yuki thanks Natsuki for his help for teaching him. He figured out the trick. Natsuki says like, I don't know, I didn't do much. And they're like, no, you you helped taught me. And like, okay. And they all go home while Yuki and Haru keep practicing. And we see Akira says that they're so close. They're, they're stifling. And we see Natsuki running home on a bridge. And he starts like yelling as he's running home. But it's like a happy yell. Like a victory. Like we did it. Yeah. But he couldn't do that around anyone else, I guess. So he did it when he was alone. He's angsty. Yes. <sighs> it's hard to be angsty at fish. <laughs> you don't understand. He's a teenager, unlike that 25-year-old in his life. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me there. Uh, and that's episode three. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, did a lot happen. And surely I understand none of it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm just baffled that we've watched two fishing shows <laughs> with very similar concepts of like, yeah, go to a new school, learn fishing, and make friends. Yeah. And the one with aliens, secret agents, and just, like, space plot is the more boring one. How? How? How do you do that? (laughs) It really feels like they're, like, we're going through the motion. Why is Haru living with them? Because he says he is. Why is Haru an alien? Because he says he. Because he needs to be. Why is Akira a 25-year-old secret agent infiltrating a school? Because he says he needs to, like... There, there doesn't seem to be a reason for anything other than this is an anime and we have to fill time. We have to follow the tropes. Hmm. But, like, story-wise, there doesn't seem to be anything piecing any of it together, at least as far as I've noticed. It just yeah. feels real, really going through the motions. Yeah, it feels like they want to be like, oh, we're leaving crumbs, things will magically wrap up at the end because we do need to have an ending to this. But it's like you're not leaving anything substantial enough that warrants intrigue and uh, following your half plots of what you want your characters to do. So, yeah, it like they're trying to do so much. S- several of these characters have unexplained magical powers. Uh, it's waved away with like, yeah, aliens and Yuki, whatever the fuck he's doing. Um, yeah, it... Uh, Weirdly baffling. <laughs> hmm. I guess really I just bizarre. I it was very tropey and I didn't like like it. I wouldn't say, but mm-hmm. I don't. It didn't bother me that much. I just kind of like I don't know. I guess I'm just like desensitized to stuff like this at that. But <laughs> this point that it's just like I'm sure it'll come together in the end, whether it's good or not. Whatever. Like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. keep watching it. But I don't know. I. I also, (laughs) Haru is annoying, but I like find him a little endearing. I think it's because of his character design. Um, I like his, his pink eyes and cute outfits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, I guess I just, I didn't love Breakwater that much. I know you, Brendan, really liked the, the club president, but I didn't. (laughs) So like... I like the club president because I am the club. I am that shitty smarmy <laughs> character. So <laughs> these are these. So these two are like 
I agree that like this one is like, why are you doing so much? And like, also nothing is happening. But I don't know. I just, I'm not that bothered by it. (laughs) It's cute. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, Having you say that, I feel like uh, I did go harder of, like, this is a bad show. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. It's just not... It's setting up so many interesting things and doing nothing with it, which feels more frustrating than just doing a straightforward show. Yeah, and I I mean, you know, a show should hook you in the first three episodes, which is, you know, the whole thing that we do on the podcast. (laughs) And it's not... It's kind of bad if a show doesn't, but you know, I'm sure as the show goes on, things start to make more sense. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. We at least got confirmation that the water gun actually does mind control, and it isn't just Yuki specifically like having a panic attack and just like repressing memories of the last thirty minutes. So it's like okay, so the aliens are real, and it's not just Haru and his sister being weird. Mm-hmm. Like they are real. And then we got the duck curry force, whatever the fuck that's about. Um, but it's just, I, it kind of bothered me more because we've seen bad shows. We've, I've picked bad <laughs> shows. Objectively bad. No room for <laughs> negotiation. Um, but at least, no, I really can't compliment any of those. <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> But those were, it's kind of like the Super Mario Brothers live action movie where it's like, oh, it's so bad, it's trashy. It's like uh, Future Diary, where it's Mm. like, ah, this is a mess. (laughs) But with this one, it was just kind of mediocre and not not in the nothing happens in the way of like girls doing nothing and in a club activity thing that I have a weird affinity to. This is just like, they're trying to do stuff, but really nothing's happening. Like, the effort of trying to be weird and zany and alien plot, but also doing nothing, kind of f- drops further for me than a show that is just doing nothing. Yeah. Objectively. Mm-hmm. Um, I will admit, Haru is just a pet peeve of mine that is just, like, a character <laughs> trope that I find annoying, but is... It just, it feels really, like... Yeah, like you said, Mork, like, I'm an alien and I'm zany! And it's like... Ooh, you're really forcing it here. <laughs> um, so I definitely had more problems with it than probably most people. But yeah, it's just nothing's happening, man. And like you said, three episodes, and we have the most plot that's happened is Grandma's dying, and that's, <laughs> that's the character I liked. So yeah, that is one thing I wanted to share uh, because D, you mentioned like yeah, she sounds like weirdly young. What's up? I wanted to check out the casting for the English dub. And I found uh, that this actress is most known for playing Misato in Evon uh, Genesis or Neon oh. Genesis Evangelion. Huh. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, been been around, established doing anime in the '90s. So like, you shouldn't sound too young for the character you're playing. If like, I get that you're playing like a child, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, interesting. It, it just yeah, it didn't line up and felt weird. Yeah, because I like I like her as Misato. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should have just. <laughs> I don't know. She looks young, but that doesn't mean she needs to sound young. Yeah. But yeah, overall, it's like I said before we recorded. This show is like aggressively fine. Nothing about it bothered me too bad. But it is, mm-hmm. you know. They're just like, here, have a trope. You didn't want that one? Here's another. Oh, look over here. Another one. 
How can so, I hold all these tropes? Yeah, and and the counterbalance of like, okay, but you're at least going to introduce interesting things. Ah, aliens. Ah, duck secret agents. Okay, cool. And then still not pulling through. It's like, all right. We'll explain it at some point. Don't worry about it. (laughs) But not now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm one of those shitty people that I'm like, mediocre is the worst thing I think of me. Because if it's trashy and bad, we can have fun with it. If it's good, we enjoy it. And if it's in the middling, it's like, I got nothing to work with here. But yeah, it's just like, ooh. I mean, I didn't finish. I didn't continue watching days or days of breakwater. So that one didn't hook me either. I think I just don't like fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Well, what we have going on next week? Next week, I felt like having fun, and when I say I felt like having fun, (laughs) uh, or on high school, (laughs) it's uh, I think you're close. It's a romantic comedy. We're going to watch My Next Life as a Villainess, I think is what it's called. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. It's an isekai, but she's in a dating game. Uh, Oh. (sighs) Heyo. All right. Well, uh, I'm intrigued. Uh, (laughs) Well. We'll see where this goes. Uh, if if you have an intriguing anime that you want us to watch, and actually intriguing, not like, oh, what a concept. Uh, the alien uh, uh, marries the fish this time. Uh, <laughs> you can send the, your recommendations to us. Are we there yet? At gmail.com is our email. Or you can reach out to us on social media uh, at are we there yet on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Honey Period D or on Twitter at Honey D8 and Honey D Art. And Honey is spelled H U N N I E. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a podcast, video game podcast I did for 420 episodes. Blaze I'm pretty sure, pretty sure we dragged the last 70 episodes out just to meet that number. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> We've gone too far. We can't do 69. All right. <laughs> we gotta loop back around to the other fun number <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories you can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com thank you and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime splish splash <laughs> I'm taking a bath <laughs>